0: The COVID news is moving fast in Canada. Today, Quebec closed schools, bars, gyms, and movie theaters. According to the CBC, schools won't resume until January 10th at the earliest. Meanwhile, on Friday, Ontario announced reduced capacity restrictions for restaurants, bars, and stores. And personal indoor social gatherings are capped at 10 people, outdoors at 25 people. All this because the Omicron variant is spreading at what Quebec's health minister called an astounding rate. How the Omicron surge is playing out in Kingston, Ontario, on today's Story of the Day. Support for Story of the Day is brought to you by Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, remaining dedicated to providing high-quality, personalized care to patients. ClaxtonHepburn.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Monday, December 20th. First up, New York's public universities have a new leader. SUNY Oswego President Deborah Stanley was named interim chancellor of the state's sprawling university system. The SUNY Board of Trustees named Stanley to the job following the resignation of Cuomo era appointee Jim Malatras. Malatras resigned under pressure after an attorney general investigation revealed he had advocated trying to discredit one of Andrew Cuomo's accusers of sexual misconduct. Stanley will take over as chancellor in January after 25 years in charge of SUNY Oswego. She'll oversee the SUNY system's 64 campuses and roughly 400,000 students. The Board of Trustees says it will begin a worldwide search for a permanent chancellor in January. In longtime Adirondack local government leader Fred Monroe died last Friday. He was 76 years old. Monroe was supervisor of the town of Chester for 24 years and was the chairman of Warren County's Board of Supervisors from 2008 to 2010. He was known across the Adirondack Park as a fierce advocate for landowners' rights and led the Adirondack Local Government Review Board from 2008 to 2015. Monroe argued that the Adirondack Park Agency had overstepped its legal authority in regulating land management in the Adirondacks. In a statement, current Warren County Board of Supervisors Chairwoman Rachel Sieber said friend Rose's legacy in the town of Chester, Warren County and around the Adirondacks will not be surpassed. The city of Kingston, Ontario, the Canadian gateway to the Thousand Islands, just across the St. Lawrence River from Cape Vincent, went into the weekend with the highest COVID-19 rate in all of Canada. Some citizen groups are calling for a full-blown lockdown. I spoke with Bridget Goulem, a reporter with the Kingston Whig-Standard newspaper, about the situation.
1: I I think it's been so fast, like within a week... You know, we went from like 300 active cases to 1,200 active cases. So it's been so quick that I'm not sure, you know, how much time people have really even had to react to it.
0: So this has really taken people by surprise.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And in Kingston, especially, like we had the lowest rates of COVID-19 in the province like we were a model for pandemic management. So I think locally it's been a real shock because we were very comfortable with like a COVID safe environment and uh, people are are really rattled by, by how high the cases are now.
0: And what are, you know, public health officials saying to the public?
1: Well, I mean the main message consistently is get vaccinated and get tested. And we are seeing that. I, I think I was speaking with the uh, medical officer of health here earlier, and he said that in the last week, 4.2% of the population in Kingston has been tested for COVID-19. So there is a, a huge response locally, um, and people are taking this very seriously. But when there's so much at stake in terms of you know, the economic functioning of a community, like people want more measures, and, and I'm not sure that necessarily Public health officials are, are willing to take those measures or or believe that they will be effective. But the, the main messaging has been get vaccinated, get tested and isolate if you are sick.
0: And by those, you know, those more measures, you're talking about shutdowns and stay at home yeah. orders and things like that.
1: Yeah. And we have like there they just implemented new capacity restrictions and at a provincial level as well for larger venues, they've implemented capacity restrictions. I've heard locally that some people feel that is insufficient,
0: and I also saw that, like you know, hitting people kind of emotionally is that a lot of you know holiday uh, events and concerts and Mm -hmm. stuff like that were all were canceled. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We I think our New Year's Eve events were canceled, and um, most restaurants like you can't have concerts or um, like any sort of dancing at all. So yeah. People are a bit disappointed about that.
0: Give me a sense of what the vibe is like in Kingston. I mean, are people comfortable wearing masks? Is there resistance to wearing masks? Is there the kind of politics that we see in the United States accompanying those um, health and safety measures?
1: Uh, Definitely not to the same extent. There's not really the same extent of politics around those measures here in Canada. People are um, very willingly masking. I- I've noticed even in the last week, like people will wear masks on the street, which isn't really the norm here, especially in Kingston where it has been really safe. Um, I know that people generally are very happy to comply, and we have had really high uh, rates of vaccination. We've started to stagnate a little bit, and there are obviously a vocal minority of people who are against public health measures, but for the most part, people are very compliant and willing to to take any measures that are necessary.
0: Mm-hmm. And yet still, you know, you have these really, really high rates, which, you know, says a lot about, I suppose, about Omicron and its, uh, you know, potential for spreading quickly.
1: Yeah. And especially one thing that's very concerning is that it is among people who are vaccinated as well. So, I mean, the the highest numbers of Uh, of cases that we've been seeing have been in the 18 to 29 age group, which is the age group with the lowest level of vaccination in the region. But I mean, we had a huge outbreak at Queens University and those students are all vaccinated. Um, And so it does show that this variant does evade vaccine immunity to an extent. Um, I did hear today, though, that none of the hospitalized cases are uh, suspected to be Omicron. So that's um, one good thing.
0: Bridget Goulem is a reporter with the Kingston Whig Standard, just across the St. Lawrence in Kingston, Ontario. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Christopher Watts of Canton and Ben Cato of J. I'm David Somerstein, North Country Public Radio.